broadcasting live. Weekday morning, this is listener-supported One Radio Network. Well, very pleasant good morning to you, and uh, we're up with the chickens this morning. Well, we got up early, but we're starting an hour early. We had an opportunity to sneak in uh, uh, Martin Armstrong at 11 o'clock this morning. He had a tight schedule, and uh, we wanted to get him on because there's some really crazy things going on in the world of money, as you know. And he's uh, he's got some new stuff, so uh, we're going to sneak him in. And so I asked Adam to get up early, Adam Bergstrom, who's here on the the first Monday. And this, what are we, Adam? That we're I don't even know what we do anymore. The third Wednesday, right? The third Wednesday, right? Adam, two Wednesday. Adam, and here here we are. Good morning. Thanks for getting up early. Good morning. We're up with the chickens. Up with the chickens. <laughs> we were just saying off the air. You you sometimes go to bed at three and wake up at three and you kind of like on your own little yeah like, i'm the same way who cares right just get up when you get up when you're ready <laughs> hanging out with swami nitty-gritty who didn't sleep at all <laughs> you had to uh, adjust only one person though one of his students mastered sleeplessness i i was traveled with him for over a month and he only lay down horizontal for 10 minutes one time to stretch his back out he was awake the entire time david neal is his name and i've lost track of him he's in nashville no 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 he's in uh, knoxville tennessee isn't that amazing that he just stayed awake all the time amazing amazing i'm a witness to it because i traveled with him we we drove across the country from san diego no from carpinteria to san diego all the way across to Knoxville, then to South Carolina, and then back again. Mm-hmm. So, yep. You know, I, I he get, was awake. Adam, I get the idea of staying awake twenty four seven, but it's it's from a, it's from the perspective of who I am as soul, where you just kind of stay awake. You know what I mean? And the body can do all these things, but you're still aware that you're aware that you're aware. And I do, I do a lot of that. So I don't even know if I am sleeping. I don't, you know, I don't know if my body is, is really sleeping, you know, as we know it, you know. And then sometimes I am aware and you don't even think like you really slept. And then you might come back into your body and it's five hours later and say, so the time out there or wherever out there or in here it's just different, isn't it? It's just it's just different. You know, I don't know. I can't explain it. <laughs> One of the most dangerous times I did that is I drove for three hours unconscious. Did you really? In a sleep state. Whoa. In a Delta state. Donald Lay put me in a Delta state. So we left Carpinteria here about uh, 11 o'clock at night, drove uh, through L.A. and everything outside of town, and we stopped at a truck stop. Mm-hmm. So we had another passenger named Ginger with us, and she and when the Donna went into the bathroom, she said, "I admire you so much. You were asleep at the wheel, and yet you kept driving. It was the most <laughs> amazing thing. I was so afraid, though. I was so scared, and so I thought, wow, 'Wow, I'm pretty hot stuck here.' I did that. <laughs> so we went into the restaurant, we ate, and we had some coffee. And the Donna said, "We we never do this usually, but he said." Do you want to drive some more? And I knew he was challenging me to stay awake. So I said, sure. 
had two more cups of coffee. I'm good to go. I'll drive all the way. Well, I got in the uh, <laughs> I got in the truck. There were three of us in the front seat. He sat in the middle. He took his hand and went like this to the back of my head, just twisted it, and I was asleep. So I drove for about two minutes, and I said, "You win. I can't. I can't do it." Oh. So Ginger, he said, "Ginger, you drive." Oh no, you're not doing that to me. I'm wise. Okay, I'm going to put you both to sleep for three days, and he did. I slept for three days. For three days. Wow. Yeah. Now she fought it. She stayed awake for those three days, but then at a satsang, she she lapsed. Her consciousness lapsed, and he asked her a question at that very time. And uh, anyway, she didn't hear the question, so I answered the question. And after the satsang, Ginger called him an SOB and was really mad because <laughs> she knew what he did. <laughs> but I just slept through the whole thing. I slept for three days. Straight? I mean, just straight? Straight, straight. I just stayed on the couch. Good night, everybody. <laughs> wow. I mean, I got up to eat and things like that, but basically, I just gave up. Yes, I, yes, I knew it was going to be pointless to that kind of mind force when you're around a person like that. Forget mm. about it. You know, hypnosis is so easy. Back in the day, uh, you can hypnotize a person in one second, but one meeting. Michael Erickson, uh, who said you cannot, once you're hypnotized by a person, you cannot break that contact. And so, one example, he's walking down the street and someone bumped into him and said, excuse me. And he loudly replied, looking at his watch, it's two o'clock, and walked on, leaving the guy hypnotized. Now, what happened to that guy after he was hypnotized? I mean, he was vulnerable to all kinds of programming. And he didn't say anything about that. There's kind of a moral issue there. Mm -hmm. Another time when he was in college, he, he didn't like his teacher. So he breathed alternately with him so that he was off breathing. And by the end of the semester, the teacher was a perpetual stutterer. So I left him a stutterer for life really? by just that technique of breathing. <laughs> so, see, and back in the day, they did that all the time. So, do we think that this is what goes on when, um, when, uh, when peeps watch t television as we know it, with commercials and who knows with all, all the stuff in there, <clears throat> that uh, they get hypnotized in a sense, and then are able to then be programmed? Is that is it similar Sir? to what's going on? 35% of people are AI. They're not even real. They have, they have given up their consciousness in the same way that you drive. You don't, if you had to think about driving again, you wouldn't be driving well. But they give everything up, every button they have. Like hmm. when I use a computer, you don't want to think about it. It's automatic. You don't even have to think about it or you tie your tie or whatever. Right. Uh, but those things, they've given those up. So 35% of people are hypnotized. They cannot be unhypnotized. They're gone. So you have 60% of people then that go along with the program and 4% who are not. This is called a mass formation. You've probably been seeing yeah. Matthias uh, Desmond. Mm -hmm. He's been, on, uh, he's been uh, on Tucker. He's been all over the place. And basically, he's not repeating anything new. Mesmerist knew this several centuries ago. Gustav Le Bon 
uh, wrote extensively about it, how the crowd is its own consciousness. You ever see a, a, what's called a murmuration of starlings, 100,000 right. birds? Yeah. They don't bump into each other because they're in animal gravity, animal magnetism, whatever you want to call it. They're a, are a consciousness. Hmm. No starling bumps into another starling. In the same way, you ever watch when a TV goes off air, all those electrons rushing around? They don't bump into each other. It's the same thing. That's the kind of consciousness humans have. So... To get to become spiritual, you must rise above that, oh. and yeah, so only four percent. So thirty-five percent. Uh, what your research is showing that our folks are literally, uh, they're just in the mental world and living out whatever they've been programmed to do, and they're not really living their life at all. They're just living a life that they've been programmed to live, and they can't. They can't. The matri- they can't get out of it. Right? They're just. The matrix is very real. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. very real. So so these people that are called woke, they're in that, they would be in that 35% because they're just not there and they're there and they just do crazy things. And we look at them and say, I can't, I, mean, I don't know what they're doing. I mean, how can they do this stuff? You know, with the transvestites yeah. and the kids in the school and, and all that stuff. It just doesn't even make sense. You know, it doesn't even make sense. No, and and that's the point. It it doesn't make sense. It's on its own program. And in fact, hmm. the elite are hypnotized by the masses, not the other way around. People think that you know, you know, in Stalin was different. He knew how to hypnotize the masses, and he knew about mass formation. So he eliminated 60% of the Communist Party, knowing full well it wouldn't stop it. Because once a mass formation starts, like this COVID thing is not over. It's at the beginning of it, as Desmond has said. We're at the beginning of it now, unless there's only one thing that will break a hypnotic spell. If you speak up, because the programming is on and on, COVID, 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 COVID. You say it a a hundred thousand times. But if someone says no, no, and puts it in there, the link between hypnotism and the person is broken. It's somewhat broken. Yeah, you and I are hypnotized because we just just know that it's, it's, it's a lie and that's it. You're done. We somehow we're immune, you know, but look at, look at people like, the smarter you are, too, the more prone you are. I was an admirer of Noam Chomsky. I've read 20 of his books at least really? and, and watched him, followed him through the years. Uh, and look at him, telling people that take the food away. I was an admirer of uh, Howard Stern. All the people I had, Neil Young, you know, he's been on, Neil Young was on my theme song, Something's right. Happening Here. Remember that? He played guitar on that. He wrote Ohio. And then he was on the other one, almost cut my hair. That was my theme song while I grew my hair, when I had hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had it down below my waist back in my hippie days. Due to that song, let your freak flag fly. <laughs> and and now, now look at him. And they, somehow these people all get all programmed up, right? Like I know Stern has. He's just gone to the dark side. I've seen a couple, some of his clips. Isn't it interesting how that can happen? Yep, he's, he's, but he's hypnotized. See, these people believe, the thing is, uh, Klaus Schwab believes 
in what he's doing. Sure. Michael Milken believe in what they're if sure. they believe they're saving the world. Sure. Michael Milken with his uh, vegetable food diet, where Nestle's has now sold off all its candy industry and is totally into this. Uh, uh, ba basically vegetable-based laboratory food mm. and they're making a fortune Hi. their company was way behind craft and now they have exceeded craft by uh three i think they're three times are you, big now are you in a speaking of like years. this beyond meat company i thought they failed that thing failed it's are they still oh, no way they're making a fortune really? they are making a fortune I'll be done. Yeah. people are eating that like, stuff huh just like people have been fooled by this uh, Bud Light commercial. Yeah. They think they've lost money. They have not lost money. How many beers do you think they have? They sold Coors off so they could short it and so Coors could get the business. <laughs> they used to own Coors. They own Michelob. They own uh, a lot of beers I can't even pronounce. They own eight Heineken. of the top they selling beers in the world. I think they bought Heineken, uh, didn't they? they I don't they might they 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 buy just about everything yeah. and they're in there they work with microsoft to take off in surveillance to take over africa they see anheuser bush is not anheuser bush they were bought by the biggest company right. uh, in that, europe that's what i'm thinking of they bought them ab inveb yeah they in inveb bought them yeah okay that's what i'm thinking it's interesting they, I, well actually they they first uh became the biggest company by buying a company in Brazil, emerging with a company. Then they bought Anheuser-Busch, which at that time was the fifth largest beer company. Now they're huge, but they're not just into beer. They're into waters. They're into uh, uh, water, for one thing. They're into uh, all of the ecology things, working with the government. They're taking over Africa with surveillance. Surveillance is their big thing. The excuse is they want to control your carbon footprint to make sure everything is circular packaging where it gets reused this company is beyond people's imagination it is it is a worldwide cartel and people think they're doing something by getting out there like kid rock and shooting a couple bottles and saying that's what i think yeah. of bud light and they it, laugh you're at talking about in, inbev or is that the main company you're inbev. talking about inbev it's wow. a huge company, it's, yeah. and, and it's in, in link. There are no separate cartels now. Microsoft and Budweiser are connected. They are connected in a company called QV, which you'll be hearing. Well, you won't hear about it because the deep state won't let people hear about it. And you're not going to mention, you're not going to hear any conspiracy theorists talk about QV. QV, I've not heard that one. So, um, um what about the stories that that Anheuser-Busch lost $6 billion in stock shares over the last two weeks because of this trans kid? That's not true? They're interested in human capital now. That's a Michael Milken term. His idea is human capital. That's why he ran Operation Warp Speed. But no one, because he is a yogi, he uses invisibility so nobody hears about him. When have you ever heard any conspiracy person from the Amazing Polly to David Knight to uh, anybody? Have you heard anybody mention Michael Milken except me? I, I've heard the name, you know, probably from you. But you were telling me before we went on that he's like really uh, the top of the food chain for the this whole Vax thing. And who is this dude, Milken? 
I know, very top, the junk bond king, that's all people know him oh, from. That's right. Then he yeah. went to prison. And then, and as soon as, uh, as soon as uh, Trump pardoned him, within one month, he was running the vaccination program for the world. And you can find the videos on there, but nobody seems to, it's right there on YouTube for right, anybody to right see. There, huh? Why don't they see it? Because he, with Deepak Chopra, Whoopi Goldberg, and the economists of the Chicago School, are in control of the whole country. Whoopi and Goldberg? And they actually are yogis. Whoa. Whoopi How? Goldberg, too, CNN. Yeah. She's bonkers. How did she get involved in all that? Well, she's just basically the uh, the the uh, cover, the advertising cover oh. for Michael Milken. I He's one, one of them. There's a whole bunch of them. The the although in fact, when when Michael Milken speaks, he insists that his people have the front row. His young scientists and Nancy Pelosi has to sit in the nineteenth row. She cannot sit in the first row. That's how much power Michael Milken has. You think Pelosi has power? What person can tell Pelosi to sit in the 19th row and his scientists, his young scientists, who he has invented a way of getting around uh, with the DOD, the Department of Defense, uh, the new way of handling data for pharmaceutical drugs. You ever see how much paperwork is involved? It's a stack four or five feet tall of paperwork. Well, Milken simplified the process. He said, give us your paperwork, but we will only read the first five pages. That's how he revolutionized medicine. No side effects, no anything. You mean to get just to, to a, prove it. To get a drug approved? He First five pages. That's all you need. And of course, it revolutionized everybody. It, it, can you imagine what that is? No more checking all the facts. Just the first five pages. That's all they're interested. His scientists are all under 30. He realized that all the great people in life from Newton did all their things in their 20s. So the the uh, the CDC was hiring, all of the research was coming out of 47s and 50 years old, and he said no. So he had prostate cancer, and they told him he was going to die. But because he's a yogi, he said, guess again, and he's still with us. <laughs> Michael Milken, man. Um, so he's an amazing person. You got you got to admire. You got to admire. He's one of the greatest con men that ever came down. Makes P.T. Barnum look like a piker. (laughs) (laughs) So we've heard through the grapevine that this whole um, COVID vaccination thing has been is a military operation. Is that true? DOD. Right here in Santa Barbara, in fact, is where they're working on 6G and all those processes. And Milken hangs out here. He hangs out. at It's Stanford, uh, UCSB, Tahoe. All of those places are involved right here in California and Washington. How do you find out all this stuff? I mean, this this information just flies around out there and you just have to know where to grab, how to grab it, huh? You know, by researching for so many years and living in libraries, I'm kind of like the phantom of the libraries. <laughs> I used to go, I, I used to go to a library when it opened at seven in the morning, and then they kicked me out at two o'clock. I'd hide in the back room so they could. I'd be the last one out of the library. And finally, in Fort Worth, when I was there for on and off uh, two and a half years there, uh, they. Uh, 
they just let me in. They said, you you are here more than our library employees, so just let that guy in, anything. Before, you had to sign in, sign out every time. Uh, and I lived right next door, so I would uh, come in in the morning, go home and eat lunch for a half hour, come back, go home and eat dinner for a half hour, an hour, or put my baked potato and come back, go back and get my baked potato and eat it and come back to the library and be kicked out at 2 in the morning. And what kind of... Were you reading things about health and health stuff? Medical library, medical research mostly, and mostly psychogenic and how the mind affects the body. Hmm. So that was my speciality. But I read the other stuff too. I read all the old journals, particularly because I knew uh, the new stuff. Like who hears about the paraadrenal nervous system? It's not even known by modern medicine. But General Electric at Schenectady Station and RCA uh, knew all about it at, back at the time. We don't even acknowledge that the we. If you go to a doctor and ask him where is the adrenal medulla, he will tell you it's on top of the kidneys. It's a little pyramid-shaped thing oh. on top of the kidneys. Oh. It's actually all throughout the skin and around the heart too, and it's colonized the body. The same with the uh, adrenal cortex, but that's less. Back in the day when I studied Oriental medicine, I realized that. If the adrenal medulla was in the center, then Chinese medicine is wrong. And I knew that Chinese medicine was correct. So finally, I found out that the yang has to be on the outside. How could the medulla be in the middle, but not on the outside? And it turned out it's in the skin. General Electric realized that. And they did the research on uh, color therapy, on ultraviolet therapy, on vitamin D, all of that. Before they even found vitamin D, they were doing the research on vitamin D and full-spectrum vitamin D, anti-rachitic factor, before the doctors even uh, patented the fake vitamin D in 1933, I believe it was. So the adrenal, it's just uh, in kind of the hologram, atom of the whole body, it's part of... No, it's in your skin. It's any, in the skin. Any cell that has phenylalanine uh, or tyrosine—that's that's what does it. That's what converts, gives us the real vitamin D, and gives us uh, testosterone. We get testosterone from the sun directly if we haven't taken certain chemicals. A person who takes cocaine, they knew back in the day, automatically blocks their testosterone reaction. Wow. And their testosterone is interfered with. Also, many of the chemicals we use today in our foods block testosterone. A lot of that is deliberate. They are making he, she, it's, uh, <laughs> he, she, thems, whatever. So, are we, you're talking about these words that you would see in a processed food that we don't know what they are and you can't pronounce those kind of chemicals? Mm -hmm. Some of them are pronounceable, but most of them are unpronounceable. Yeah, they, mm -hmm. they generate them all by computer now because, uh, you know, at one, point they, at one point they put food additives in, maybe they added a couple of months. Now with computers, they can add a thousand a month. It's unlimited because of AI. AI thinks up these chemicals and they just make them in 3D and then they just chemically synthesize them. But of course, we know, it's the scientists tell us that molecules rule our body, but molecules are like words. If I take Shakespeare, one of, one of the works of Shakespeare, and shuffle all the words up and hand them to you, can you write Shakespeare? People, when they take supplements or eat foods, they think that's what's going to happen. 
but they don't realize that there are systems that build this. Like uh, when you buy a car, you buy a Cadillac, say, mm -hmm. uh, and you don't buy a bunch of parts that are not delivered to your door and say, now you have to assemble it. Well, people assume when they eat something, they're just going to assemble it like that. And that's not why it works. Most deficiencies occur as a what you would call a uh, qualitative uh, deficiency, not a quantitative. People think more, if I take more, I'm going to get that mineral. But actually, it's qualitative. How does copper turn into superoxide dismutase in your body? <laughs> How does that happen? You can eat copper for all the one. The copper will just go out your butt. It's a metal. I mean, you, I have a copper bracelet on, for mm -hmm. God's sake. Mm -hmm. uh, but how do how does the body convert it to such complicated enzymes and proteins? DNA alone has uh, what? How many millions of molecules in one DA, DNA strand? So I know you you've been writing quite a bit about that. I I catch some of your Facebook posts on my little feed thing, and you've been writing quite a bit about this idea of supplementation and how it's just not good with stuff. And Darko Valchek, he's, he's on the same page with you. He, you know, I talked to him off the air. He said, don't take anything, man. Just eat your food and you'll be better off. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you, you know, I, I started on this little operation, Adam, of uh, getting back my natural hair color. And you can see it's really, it's, it's coming back. I mean, and I, and and I was starting to take uh, some seaweeds. Um, I forget one of them. What's the main one? Seaweed. Um, what's kelp. That? Kelp. Yeah, kelp. So I was taking yeah. some of that and a few other things up until about two weeks ago. But mainly, I've been just telling my hair because I'm part of. This is what I want. Just do this. You know, just do it. So I'm just use, use, using my my spiritual force with the mind to turn my hair darker. So I stopped, uh, you know, the kelp a couple weeks ago thinking, well, so now I don't know if it was the kelp that helped or if it was just me thinking. What do you think? Could it be both? Or would it be you know, better, better they, off just letting the kelp go? There is a physical world, so kelp can't help. But the mental force is the main thing. Without yeah. the mental force, you, you won't do it. You got nothing. They can no. work together. Yeah. In fact, for all I say about supplements, don't throw them away. They come in handy for certain people, especially when a person has wasting syndrome and their body will not digest anything, the mouth will. It's been proven that many vitamins, not all of them, will digest in the mouth. And amino acids, which I tell people, don't buy synthetic amino acids. But if a person has cancer and their body will not digest it, then you put it in your mouth and the mouth will digest it and save your life. So why wouldn't, if I'm taking extra kelp, um, Varys Ahmad, he had talked about kelp uh, helped turn his hair to natural color, which is the reason I picked up on it. Why wouldn't that mess it up if, if what we're saying in general supplementation, so I'm kind of confused, how could, it, how could it help sometimes and not? Do you know what I'm asking? It depends on the mental force and also your relationship to kelp. <laughs> because mm -hmm. how much stock you put into it, they have they have virtues, but we have unconscious 
uh, anti-virtues in her body that would fight that process. I, uh, that that process. I've eaten kelp before. I, I climbed Mount Whitney with uh, on, on kelp tablets and orange juice back in the day. Hmm. Before I did solar, I experimented with a wide variety of different uh, diets. And my friends, uh, I left them way behind in the meadows, and I was going up. I almost made it to the top, and the reason I didn't is because they had a cave in. And it was a very dangerous little, uh, it was a 100-foot drop, you know. Mm. So two mountain climbers went that way, but they were so afraid that I helped them grab their hands as they came back because they thought, we can't go to the top and be worried about making this back again. So mm. so anyway, that's as far as I got. Yeah. So, so the my intention and belief system and what I believe is true is a driving force for everything that I'm doing. So if I think the kelp is going to help me a little bit, it will. And you have to believe it. You have to believe it, yeah. I I understand. I understand. No, I understand. Yeah. You got to really believe it. You got to believe it. Really believe it, 100%. Then you can walk on water. And those miracles have been done. You know, Donald Lay, uh, because I couldn't quite believe it, I never saw Donald levitate. But a friend of mine levitated with him. He, He levitated her along with him. And the funny story is, everybody around it fell asleep. He was able to do that. If you were in his presence and he wanted you asleep, you were out. Simple as that. But she stayed awake, and they both floated up off this off the chair. Hmm. And then he went like this, and they went to the side, and then they went that way, and they went that way, and then they went up, and then he went like that, and they went down. So then they sat there and meditated on their seat for another twenty minutes. People started waking up, and she went over to Adano and said, uh, "How did we do that?" And he said, "Easy, sister." <laughs> they had gone like that. Typical Adano's story. Well, I really believe that they're going to turn on our eight hundred line any moment, but it hasn't happened yet. So. I guess I didn't believe it. <laughs> so we're without our phone again. I called him again yesterday. It's amazing. A month in the works. Some kind of phone call I'm working out. But uh, if you'd like to join the show this morning with Adam or our soul Martin Armstrong later, Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. So, so if 35 or 40% of humans are kind of running on programming, kind of woked up. So how could they, what would have to happen that they would wake up? They could just wake up and smell the coffee someday, I guess. Huh? Well, according to uh, Desmet, according to LeBon, according to Hannah Arendt, no. There's no hope. You just, and Gurdjieff was really? even tougher. He had. Really? He said that he said ninety percent can't wake up. Can never wake up. Uh, I think the truth is somewhere in between. But definitely Le Bon, who has wrote, if you ever read the crowd, and also his book on socialism, his book on uh, he wrote about twenty books. You just hear him quoted, quoted by Desmet as one book, The Crowd. But he he was quite a writer, and I've been a fan of him for a long time. And obviously, you couldn't get the American public to do certain things without uh, without hypnosis. Right. So, and if we look, which country took over the world? Was it in Switzerland or was it in the United States? 
what does everybody who goes to a meeting have to wear now? A tie, a necktie. Is a necktie African? Is a necktie from Iceland? Is a necktie from South America? No, it's from Harvard Kennedy School. And that is the main focus of where uh, Michael Milken works out of, where Klaus Schwab and his daughter graduated from. Uh, all of this, including uh, anyone who rules the world, went through... Uh, basically uh, Harvard Kennedy School, not to mention Harvard Lawyer School and all the other things. I used to be a cab driver at Harvard Square, by the way, and I, all I did was pick people up there because I couldn't understand the Boston accent. Hmm. So I couldn't answer the radio call, so I just stayed there. And I, I made all my money in tips because you get such short rides for like 90 cents, they'd feel bad, give you a buck. So you get 30 rides, you get 30 bucks. Hmm. And I would stay out since the cab company was owned by the mafia. Uh, they didn't care what you did, so I just came in once a week, worked for 20 hours straight, got a whole bunch of money, and took off the rest of the week and goofed off. I, well, actually, I wrote. I funny. was researching even then at the Boston Public Library. But you say, you know, you can't wake up. I mean, haven't you and I and all of our listeners, we, we've wake, awoken little by little this whole lifetime, haven't we? So you... We can. You can We can, up. and we, we have superpowers, and we can get them. Other people can't get them because they, will, they, they don't believe it. And yeah, uh, actually, believe. you know, a, a large amount of Americans believe in supernatural powers. Back in the uh, – they hit them back in the 70s. Remember Jack Swartz and people like that sure. sticking pins through him with no pain? Hmm. Uh, I, I saw Swami Nadabrabhananda who could sing out his tailbone and the top of his head and uh, make sounds with it and could hold, hold suspend his breath for uh, hours. Uh, Elmer Green at the Manager Clinic did all that research on yogis all over. Swami Rama, he stopped his heart, all that kind of things. They're still doing that today, but you don't hear about it. In fact, the CIA is, and DARPA still researches that kind of thing. They have remote viewers still. Even with surveillance, there are certain things that surveillance won't do, so they have remote vi viewers. Very accurate. They have changed the names of ESP so the public isn't wise to what they're doing. But you can you can easily find it on the Internet. That uh, It's all available on the Internet, all of it, even the, even the top secret stuff. I saw, I put a meme on Facebook that somebody sent me that uh, they had dude it. Anheuser-Busch was also CIA. I, I, I would not doubt that at all, <laughs> because they're definitely involved. And if not, there are a, a ton of other intelligence agencies. We have about 30 of them. In MENA, when, uh, when Oliver uh, North was there, and uh, Clinton was in charge as the governor and Hillary, and they were running all that, Cocaine. what, $2 million three times a week dropped on What's that guy's ranch? I forget his name. Yeah. It's been a long time. But anyway, that was all being run. There were 26 agents, government agencies, spying on each other. Every phone booth at that time, we're talking low technology, was bugged. And uh, Maine, that little town, was running the BCCI scandal, the Noriega one, the uh, the uh, what is it the the, uh, the Reagan one you know where they got Carter by freeing yeah, the hostages right. on that day all that stuff was being run out of there by Contra. William Casey yeah yeah yes and yeah. Reagan didn't he, Reagan was a figurehead he he was he was put in there by the mob by the way people 
don't realize that. But but he didn't know about the real underpinnings of what was going on. He was basically the package, you know. Here's the guy that's running the country. He had he had Alzheimer's way before he became president. There was a fun movie about that uh, Tom Cruise, what American Made, something like that, about the whole uh, cocaine, mean Arkansas thing. I don't know how. Accurate. Yeah, but they made him change it. They made him change it. He had to change it. He didn't like it. He wanted to tell the truth, but they wouldn't let him tell the truth. See, Scientology does know the truth. The the real Scientologists, the ones you, the ones you hear now, L. Ron Hubbard was definitely plugged in. He got his information from elsewhere. He lied about his entire biography. He was a, to- a total liar about everything. But he was a genius who knew uh, how the unconscious works. Sure. And first, he ran a trial of psychologists because they were charging, what, uh, for the 50-minute hour? At that time, it was 60 bucks or something like that, way back when you, know, when you could buy a burger for 10 cents. Uh, and uh, so that was a threat to them. So they put, they put the government out. So he told Harlan Ellison, his buddy, science fiction writer, that I'll just start a million-dollar uh, religion and, and heck with them. And he did. So Scientology was his revenge against the government, and they infiltrate the CIA to this day. Scientology, <laughs> it's a very powerful organization. Wow. Scientology. Wow. Yeah, they, wow. they've infiltrated every government organization, and vice versa. It's uh, yeah. it's part of the deep and, state. And, and you know, you can one can say what you want about Cruz, but you know, I mean, he's a pretty smart guy, and he just you know just made a movie that made a billion and a half dollars. So I mean. He's doing something right. You know, what can I say? <laughs> he knows. You know, and it was a woke movie. You know, it was a woke movie. Yeah, but know. he knows yeah. he knows what he can get away with. But, yeah. yeah. But but he does he does know more of the truth than the average person. And he really did want to make that movie uh, about the truth about the CIA and DEA, but they wouldn't let him. They oh the CIA came into him right away. Hollywood is controlled by uh True. by you CIA know. and by the DEA, you know. And they have been for a long time, right? They yeah, a long, yeah. long time, you know. Uh, I've I've lived in Hollywood. They they definitely. I was a cab driver there, yeah. and I that's where you learned it all. Otherwise, baby. Matthew, I worked at that. Matthew Eric was talking a lot uh, yesterday about the CIA and Soros and Kissinger and all their all their adventures in China over the last thirty, forty years. Fascinating. I had no idea that was going on, man. Yeah, you know, we, yeah. I, I sent you four yeah. emails because I thought I was watching it live. <laughs> oh, and what were you asking Matthew about? Well, the thing I forget what I asked him about. I was telling him certain things okay. about you know one thing about that I admire about him. I he did remember he was on your show and I mentioned by an email Martin Strong mm-hmm. uh, and he didn't know who it was. Well, he's a quick study. He knows more about him now than yeah, I do. Yeah. Maurice Strong, excuse Maurice me, Maurice Strong. Yeah. He knows more about him than I. I went and checked him out. He, you know, he went. He was a personal friend of uh, Mao Zedong, and he escaped. Finally, he escaped the person who made our green technology and our uh, Beridian greens. That was Maurice Strong. He escaped to Mao Zedong. His uh, sister, I believe it was, that had an affair with Mao Zedong. Yeah, so anyway. But he's he's all on that now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, very impressed with uh, his research. He, he, yeah, he's got, he does a, does a great job, and uh, he and his wife, and they're, they're always writing and working and studying, and, and uh, so we enjoy uh, having him on. So, so I guess we could play Nostradamus if 35 40% of the 
program people kind of running on empty right now that they're not going to change. We could kind of predict how this is all going to play out in the next few years, I guess, huh? Unless, now, it depends on the 4%, because the 4% can at least keep it from getting violent. Are we part of 4%? I think we are. I think we are. Good. I hope so. I want to be part of the 4%. (laughs) The the 60% in between, they're the one that just go along. They know it's probably fake, but they don't want to ruin their careers. They don't want to stop anything. I see. They don't do anything. And you have to actually speak out. Uh, uh, Desmond is very, uh, very vocal about that, that we must speak out, whatever the consequences. And right now, the consequences are a lot less than when it becomes full Stalinism, full Hitlerianism. And Hitler started by, he was hypnotized by the crowd, not like Stalin. The communists hypnotized the people, and then the people hypnotized them back. But in Germany, it worked in reverse. The people because of their what you had a uh, trillion dollars in a wheelbarrow of uh, yeah. uh of the Deutsche currency Marks. Yeah. yeah yeah and uh uh anyway they, it worked in reverse and then hitler went back and it was all metaphysical you know they used uh they used dowsing and everything for their battles uh, they that that psychic research was copied by both the uh the americans and the russians the russians were first to jump on it and then because we were in the cold war we realized that the russians were onto something using himmler's research and so then they we caught up and started doing it and that's that's when we had the uh Oh, the Manager Foundation, we had Elmer Green, we had Thelma Moss, we had all these people back then doing all that type of research, valid research. And uh, Arthur Young, uh, he invented the Bell Helicopter. I met him just before he died, went to his metaphysical uh, meetings he had every week in Berkeley. Uh, What a crazy world. It's just so much fun being here. Adam Bergstrom, and if you'd like to be on the show, you can call... Uh, me and Adam at, uh, not call, but uh, email Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. We'll tell you about Adam's two websites, SolarTiming.com and SunSync Nutrition. And you go on SolarTiming.com and get yourself some e-books and um, get smart. You know, smarten up. Become a smarty pants. Uh, this sale has been going on for a couple of weeks and we have one more day, uh, midnight tomorrow night, the 20th, and that is uh, the Mushrooms, Shaga, uh, and Rishi on Surthrival. Uh, 15% off promo code MUSHROOM. One of the very first things I do in the morning is come sit at my meditation chair, and that's when I take my dual extracted mushrooms from Surthrival, the Chaga and the Reishi. Both of these mushrooms are immunomodulators. If you had too strong of an immune system, like autoimmunity, it'll help to downregulate and calm the immune system. If you have too weak of an immune system, like an immunodeficiency, they help to upregulate or strengthen your immune system. So whatever you're dealing with, they help to bring your immune system to balance. In addition to being immunomodulators and adaptogens, Chaga is probably best known for its extremely high ORAC value or antioxidant content. It scavenges the body of free radicals. And Reishi has a long history being used in conjunction with meditation and for reaching higher states of consciousness. And that's why I like to take these right before my meditation. There's a lot of medicinal mushroom supplements on the market to choose from. 
but most are made with cheaply produced mushrooms grown on grain and either ground up and put in capsules or extracted in non-organic alcohol. Survival does it differently. We use wild harvested chaga and organic certified wood-grown reishi fruit bodies, not the mycelial extract. And then we use an organic alcohol and a hot water extraction method and then recombine so you get the full benefits of these extremely high quality mushrooms. Previously with cardiologist Dr. Joel Kahn, 35 years experience in cardiology. On your commercial break, you hit a hot button because I'm a giant fan of infrared sauna and the cardiac benefits. Tell us about uh, why you like these saunas for the heart. What does it do? In Japan, it's a traditional therapy of heart disease to even sick heart patients to sit for 15 or 20 minutes in an infrared sauna, then lie down and rest and hydrate for about half an hour. They call it wa-on, W-A-O-N. It means soothing heat. And they've done research studies, like 30 of them in humans. Anti-ages your arteries and improves the strength of your heart, and it may actually prolong survival in sick heart patients. Anybody can just, again, go to the Internet, read about infrared sauna heart disease, or put my name there because I've written many articles about it. Now there's data coming out of Sweden and Finland because they've published some amazing data that number of times a week you're in a sauna, number of minutes each time, you can just track out how long you're going to live. So very powerful therapy by being in, my favorite is an infrared sauna. Well, I don't know about you, but if the heart muscles and the arteries are happy, things are good. Very important. We promote the Relax Far Infrared Sauna. Special price, not in print, nine ninety five. delivered continental U.S. Get your heart and keep your heart and arteries in fine shape by using the Relax Far Infrared Sauna. Email me for the special price, Patrick, at OneRadioNetwork.com. Sorry, I had to go back uh, in the little equipment room there and uh, do something that was making a noise, and I got all kind of uh, behind here. Uh, by the way, the price is 1295 That commercial's a bit ancient. Uh, one thousand two ninety five for the sauna, and the promo code for the uh, and the Rishi is um, mushroom, and that's going to go on one more day. Yeah, I had to go in the back and couldn't figure out a little button there, and I think it's working now. Get these little alarms when something is not is not happy. If you if you've not tried our sulfur, I think you'll like it. Uh, people continue to order it for. For many years, uh, I like to put it in my um, my water a couple times a day. I use the hydrogen water, put a little bit of sulfur in there, and I drink uh, the water now and the salt a couple times a day. And I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, we have a great sulfur. It's pure, and uh, it helps the body to detoxify and bring oh, oxygen around places. And it's it's a very good product. Folks order over and over again for many years. I see the same people, so evidently they're having a good time with it, and I do. I think you'll like it. It's organic, sulfur pure, uh, just made uh, from, I think it's um, DMSO and hydrogen peroxide is, is how they, they, they put it together. Um, it's the real deal. So it's on oneradionetwork.com, and you can click and order the sulfur. If you want more than uh, four pounds, 
or two pounds rather, if you want more than two pounds, just email me, patrick1radionetwork.com. Know the source on One Radio Network. We're going to talk to Martin Armstrong in about an hour or so. Adam is in a little bit early this morning because we had an opportunity to sneak in, Martin. But I don't know what's going on in the world of finance. Do you have any predictions or... (laughs) Man, I tell you. Well, they want to break the United States. Uh, yeah. David Knight and Martin Armstrong are correct about that. By the way, Vibrant Gal is a big fan of Martin Armstrong. We, she posts everything he does on MeWe. <laughs> so anyone oh, really? who wants to keep track of that, we're on MeWe, by the way. We can say things we cannot say on Fascist yes. Book. Yeah. Because otherwise we get kicked off. We, I got kicked off for saying that the the Indians repelled the white devils, and they kicked me off. Of, uh, of where? Where they for kick? Three days. Facebook for three days oh, for saying yeah. for saying that uh, all, the first time I got kicked off, somebody uh, in the comment section said, "Well, Muslims kill Christians," and I said, "Christians kill Muslims too," and I got kicked off for one day for that. And then I mean, you have to be really careful. Now, it seems you can get away with vaccination stuff again, but you can't get away with climate. If, yeah. So I avoid that word. Yeah. In fact, anybody puts that on my post, I just have to take it off. I'm sorry. If you want to talk about climate or vaccination, go to MeWe. We're on MeWe and we're readily available. And lately, I'm posting a bunch of the old videos of Nadi Bravananda, Jack Swartz, all the psychics of the past. All of those videos are available on YouTube and I'm busy researching them and putting them together as kind of a kind of a classroom uh, for people who look at those will see what was being done at that time where people could uh, sing with their tailbones and could do psychic things and levitate and everything. All of these yogis be buried for uh, for hours and hours and uh, without breathing at all. So speaking of levitation, um, Crow, we've had Crow 777 on and some other people and they suggested a lot of these things were done with the pyramids and all that uh, using levitation. That would be interesting if that's true. I mean, that that's kind of a trick. Well, it helps. Uh, you see, the uh, scalar energy is what they're calling it now, but basically it's uh, sacred geometry. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very real thing. Uh, for, you can do it minor things like uh, Swami Nitty talked about that at X, uh, in uh, in detail. Uh, for instance, uh, if you want people to eat less when they come to visit you, you cut things in globes, and in globes they'll eat less. But if you want them to eat more, do triangles. That's why you cut a pizza into triangles. You'll eat much more. They know that. They 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 do this for psychology. So the same thing. In New York, they have what they call yuppie boxes. And basically, you feel pain. And they know that people seek pain. So you come to these places because the geometry makes you painful. Many people are attracted to some of these scalar things because they're the incorrect scalar because of their pain. They know that there is a death urge and a pain urge, and most people, most people will give up their pleasure, their their pleasure way before their pain. They enjoy their pain. Freud realized that. The psychologists realized it. Jung realized that. And it, it shows you those people, you can call them woke, whatever you want to call them, they definitely will not give up the pain. Now, 
we think that's kind of silly, but it's true. You'll see people people suffering all the time that have all these constant diseases and things. They're doing it to themselves. Yeah. They have self-hypnotized themselves or allowed themselves to be a color on someone else's art palette, mm-hmm. you know, where they're, mm-hmm. they're controlling it. Yeah, it's it is almost, so easy to control people. It's, it's almost as sometimes uh, soul, the souls want to, if their life is so void of something, at least it's painful or they're angry or something, then they feel like they're, they're surviving. You know, they feel like they're doing something. You know what I mean? Matthias Desmond realized that that people were believing uh, just before the COVID uh, pandemic, fake pandemic started, they were be- becoming atomized. They were believing their job was BS. 65% of Americans believe their job was BS. Mm. So they needed a cause. And so hypno- hypnosis uh, gives you a cause. That's why everybody fell in line with the program. And there are people who study hypnosis. It hasn't gone anywhere. Sigmund Freud got uh, mutated into Edward Bernays, his uh, great great nephew, whatever he was, and he totally diverted it. The Creel Commission controlled the war and everything. The whole the whole thing with the uh, transvestites has turned upside down. Michael Jackson would be a conservative now when it comes yeah, to, I know. Yeah. Uh, to grooming. <laughs> He would be absolutely conservative. They would reject him. He's so behind. Here they're giving uh, groomer parties at the L.A. Zoo. You know, California teaches you in school how to use sex for vegetables to grade schoolers. <laughs> I mean, that's totally hypnotic. People have to be in a hypnotic state to, to accept these yeah. kind of things. Yeah, yeah they've got to be. There's no other explanation. <laughs> Here's an email for you, Adam. Can Adam offer uh, some natural suggestions for restoring normal kidney function for an elderly woman in her 80s who has been told by her doctor that it is so low that she may soon need to go on dialysis machines. Mind hack the trauma. I've worked with people uh, that needed kidney support, and when you find out who's the matter with them, and usually it's a fear issue, or uh, something related to fear, uh, or you like you fear your boss. One lady was uh, she would jog and bleed uh, out of uh, when she would urinate, blood would come out. So I said, "How long do you jog?" A mile. I said, "That's not going to cause your kidneys to bleed." Uh, and then I found out it was a very repressive boss that she was working for. So once she uh, quit that job the kidney bleeding stopped. And that's the same with serious kidney diseases for dialysis. However, when a person is on dialysis, all I have to do is eat lower on the food chain because the proteins become destructive. And even yogurt becomes dangerous at that point because the magnesium accumulates. Magnesium is very good for your kidneys when your kidneys are healthy. Once they're not uh, healthy. They're the same as uh, potassium. They they gather up and stay there, and you have toxic metals instead of converting into the enzymes and the proteins they're supposed to. They end up as uh, metal overload, heavy metals basically. Mm, 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 mm. But who's the matter who's? is the first thing to contact. That's it. Um, here's another one for you. Adam has discussed before. Uh, the problems c- 
Carrageen? How do you say that? Car- 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 Carrageenan? Car- Carrageenum. <laughs> Carrageenum can cause with health since it is in most, mostly food and red seaweeds. Does he think it is safe to consume the green varieties of seaweeds on a regular basis? And how often would it be safe to eat them without increasing exposure to undesirable elements with kelp and other vegetables from the ocean? At night. I only eat my kelp and my seaweeds at night. night. And that solves the problem, and I I minimize them. Uh, The Japanese have uh, get thyroid cancer and things like that uh, uh, in Hokkaido from eating too many seaweeds. But they solved the problem in lower Japan by simply eating thyroid uh, goitrogens. They eat uh, all of the uh, Chinese cabbage, all of those things. They have a whole bunch of that. Peanuts. Peanuts will block the thyroid because the thyroid, when it gets overloaded with iodine and carrageenum is one of the worst, too, uh, it actually it goes out. But if you eat a little a little kelp at night or a little spirulina, I've seen spirulina cure cancer before. Mm. It's a, it's amazing for what uh, the kind of uh, in, ingredients, just about everything. Every color in the rainbow is in spirulina. In spirulina. Yeah. The green just overwhelms it because of the chlorophyll content, but it has yellow pigments, anthocyanins. Mm. You, you almost can't name the things that are in seaweed. So I'm a big fan of spirulina. If, when, if a person has cancer, it's a food that should be on their menu, eating it at night and even in the late afternoon would be a good idea for some spirulina at that point. I've seen a person who had one week to live and his body was filling with fluid. And I told the woman to buy a, a powdered spirulina, try a little bottle. She said, no, she bought the giant $50 bottle. That's probably $200 now with inflation. That was the 80s. She came back three days later and said, uh, the doctor said spontaneous remission. They weren't going to drain him anymore, but he just drained himself and went down, was playing tennis pretty soon and all kinds of things. But what trauma caused him to get the cancer in the first place? He he went to Adana Lay and Adana Lay found out he lost his girlfriend in a pool game. And that was the trauma. In a pool game. Well, that'll traumatize you, you know. So, so spirulina is a pretty, pretty good food to play with, but it's a. Uh, it's a very good night, food for at, nighttime. At nighttime. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, don't take the capsules. Take Just the take raw the spirulina yeah. that's unheated and in powder form. I'm not sure. I used to get Earthwise. They're probably out of business sure. by now because, again, I managed health food stores in the '80s, and the last one I managed was in beautiful downtown Portland in 1993, I believe. Does Portland still exist, or did it fall into the ocean? Yeah, good question. Boy, it's getting say, pretty wild up there. It is wild <laughs> out there. In the, and did you see uh, Whole Foods close their flagship store in San Francisco? Or was just too much violence and people pooping on the sidewalk? Too much, yeah. They, they uh, have to change all the uh, or repaint all the uh, the street lights i mean the uh the what do you call them the light poles because urine has corroded them all everybody just urinates on the poles there in downtown san francisco it's just like a bad movie adam burks jim i mean i it's like you look at this stuff and just wow 
they want everyone homeless and on drugs. And in Santa Barbara County alone, there are 1,000 uh, homeless camps. And their solution is get them out of the city. So these people are starving out in the boonies. And then they round them up out of the boonies. So the way to get rid of the homeless is send them out of the state. That's how they, that's their California solution to the problem. They don't want anybody who can't be a multimillionaire. You see, uh, they want Agenda 21. If you look at any city in Texas or California, you'll find that uh, sustainable housing right. is there. And and right here, though, Ellen has a $70 million mansion, one of her many mansions. You don't see her sharing any rooms with anybody in mixed housing construction, do you? <laughs> or Oprah. Yeah, in Austin, I hear on the radio some of the talk, uh, one of the talk shows on KLBJ where I used to work, and uh, they continue the city council, which is, as you know, controlled by Agenda 21 people. They keep buying these hotels for the homeless, but then they don't put them, even put them in there. Or, nope. you know, they'll just be vacant for a while. And, or the homeless will go in there and then trash them. You know, then they have to spend another $500,000 to fix them up. It's just, it's just bizarre what's going on in these cities. Pretty much every city, right? Is Agenda 21 woke? It's a racket. And the outgoing area, you're only allowed to have one house for like a thousand acres or something like that. Meanwhile, they actually make it like in San Francisco. I believe some of the counties up there, 94 percent is you, you're not allowed to live in because it's sustainable wilderness. They're doing that here, too. They're buying up all the ranches and making it sustainable land where no one can live there. Oh. So the homeless have to all go to a little bitty city in downtown. Usually it's a five-story building with the stores at the bottom because it's immoral to drive across the freeway to get a coffee. It's immoral here, and they tell you that in California. So... The stores are at the bottom, so you can get your coffee in the morning and get your food. The poor people are in the second and third floor, and the rich people have con have uh, basically penthouses on the top. That is the amount. Now, we talk about, when I'm talking about the rich people, I'm talking about multimillionaires, not the billionaires who fly around in their jets and pollute the planet. So well, they're saying, we can't drive our car, but they can fly their planes what what is uh John Kerry? I forget how 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 much how many jet trips he takes per year. Oh, he's the the green jar czar. Uh, so these agenda twenty one people, which you've looked into a lot, uh, what is their what is their end game? What what do they want? Just to destroy these cities, so the people will, oh, yeah. well, will want their make want their help and want their digital currency make little stuff? cities like they have where you, you we learn, like the one they're doing in saudi arabia you mm -hmm. know they basically put all the people in a city and leave all the land free because we are a virus in the environment we are destroying the environment meanwhile the doomslayer julian simon said he wanted us to increase our population a million times a reporter called him up and say, surely he, he, he was printed as saying a billion times more population. And he called him up and said, you really believe that we can sustain a billion times more population? He said, no, it's a misprint. I said a million. <laughs> <laughs> Julian Simon, I recommend reading his books. 
He won the bet with Paul Ehrlich. There is no population. I mean, look at Texas. You ever been out of West Texas? I drive, it says 95 miles to the next freaking gas station. Oh, I mean, <laughs> you can sure, put people I mean, out there. I mean, you can even fly from Austin to uh, California and look out the window, and 95% of it, there's nobody there. So, I mean, how can you be overpopulated? I mean, come on. I know. And <laughs> we can take the water out of the air. Sure. First of all, we yeah. have primary water. Right. Her- Herbert Deep Hoover down. knew about primary mm-hmm. water. Mm-hmm. Vegas first found primary water before they ever put in Hoover Dam. They didn't really need it. The primary water comes out of the magna of the earth. It's created in the earth, not in the heavens. But meanwhile, Nordberg, uh, John Nordberg, had 40 million billion gallons of water uh pass over your town every 40 times a year you can just suck that out of the air they use uh whether they use fog nets or they use his method of just digging a hole and all the water precipitates out of there and by the way they have zero uh they have uh, quantum energy machines now that they're not letting us know about because they want us in a state of deprivation and they want to take over the whole planet. So they don't want us to know about zero energy. I've studied with John Hutchinson. Remember John Hutchinson, the Hutchinson effect? Yeah, I remember. Anti-gravity, yeah, yeah, all that. Yeah. It's very real, very real. He he was a client of mine and took solar nutrition workshops up in Bellingham, Washington. When he was on the lamb from the Canadian government who was out, they confiscated his lab because he was going to sell his technology to France and Germany and they put a warrant out for his arrest and he hid out in an Indian reservation and I met him at that time when I lived up there. We, we posted a video on Faceplant, really fascinating, this bee expert and he was talking about how they just levitate. They're not really flying. They, they're just, they're, they're like yogis, you know, I don't know, you know, they just, yep. they, they just levitate. Wow. Maharishi's was a trick, his levitation. It was more like hopping, but it's remarkable. A a friend of mine who was not a gymnast at all, uh, in three hops, she hopped across the room, four-foot hops. I was pretty impressed. Then after she went to bed, I sat there and I couldn't even move. I couldn't even move forward a fraction of an inch trying to hop with cross legs in a yoga position. She hopped across that room like boom, boom, boom. Yeah, the rain, the 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 light bulb crusher. I've spoken about her before. Here's an email for you. Uh, does Adam still recommend taking pregnenolone and DHEA? What does it do? You did that for a while, right? If you have an emergency, yeah, it can save your life. So I'm not against supplements or things when they're used as a medicine. It's the ongoing use of it where people think they're they're going to solve their health problems by doing it. It's almost all placebo or sometimes mental force where you actually do get healed because your mind believes it and you get healed. Many times uh, you think you get healed and you just feel better. This is how modern medicine works. Uh, take this drug and you won't notice you're sick anymore. That's how most drugs work. But every once in a while, you see, there's there's money in maintenance, not in cure. If you cure something, then you take the medicine once and it's done with. You know, mm-hmm. you, you put a bandage on and your cut is taken care of. 
but you can heal spontaneously. Jack Swartz would stick that needle completely through his arm. After he would step on it in the dirt, put dirt on it, rusty needle, stick it through, stick it out, and hold his hand over it and heal it. And the hole would just heal up like that. Once one drop of blood, and it would heal completely. We can, we have that power too, but we sell ourselves short because we don't believe it. Yeah, Swartz yeah. believed it believe from it. a boy. <laughs> there is no spoon, right? <laughs> there is no spoon. <laughs> uh oh, your voice went away. What? Can, uh, hello, hello, testing one, two, uh -oh. three. What's going on? Oh, wait a minute. Uh, hello. Oh shoot. He lost me. Huh? Did you touch something? It's OneRadioNetwork.com, talking to Adam Bergstrom. We just lost my voice. We have a, can you hear me? I can hear you. Mm -hmm. Wow, I can't hear you. You can't hear me. <laughs> Some little dial just appeared here that did some funky thing. Maybe I can fix it. Okay. I may have to call Vibrant Gal. Vibrant Gal. Adam. Uh, I got a problem. That's okay. Um, we'll. Uh, Hang on a second. Maybe do a commercial. And yeah, yeah, we'll just kind of, we'll just kind of wax just let me know when you can hear it. Like I'm, I have you on camera, Adam, and uh, they're going to see if we can straighten that out. Um, Martin Armstrong is going to be here in about uh, 45 minutes. If you have a question for him about the economy, about banking, about all the things that he writes about, uh, yeah, send them in now, and we'll get them for Martin when he comes on. He's an interesting fellow. He has a, he has a, program called Socrates um, and uh, it's an AI kind of thing that long ago not really AI I guess it, I guess you would call it that and um, I think Adam is gonna gonna reboot here if you go on his website um, he's talking about China and Taiwan we'll talk about that um, Welcome to the new totalitarian one-world government. These are all his little blogs. New home buyers are penalized for high credit scores. U.S. troops on the ground in Ukraine. Ooh. How does the ECM work on so many things? What's ECM? So he's an interesting fellow. And uh, so get in some questions if you if you have some about stuff next week I think Adam's rebooting Dr. Jennifer Daniels will be here um, Steve Falconor Oh my goodness, Steve Falconer. He's a fun guy. He's going to be here next week. And then Varus Ahmed. He was due to be on Monday, but he had a little personal thing he had to deal with. So that didn't work. So we've rescheduled him for um, Wednesday of next week. We appreciate your support. We've been getting some nice little, uh, um, I shouldn't say little, but nice uh, um, monthly donations start to come in. That's what we're pitching to try to do now so we can 
not to rely so much on commissions from product sales, which is our really our only source of income. And um, that has decreased over the last six months because of a lot of different reasons, mostly inflation, I think, and people are just having a hard time. And our products are, are um, you know, they're right up there as far as cost because they're really high end and very high quality, everything that we promote. And that's just the way it worked out. That's what I like to do. So if you feel so motivated, you like our content, you like the people we talk to and the stuff we talk about on consciousness and soul and uh, mind and body on when we're on and alone, um, you can just uh, go on our donation tab and uh, and donate 10 or 20 bucks a month and just do that. That's good. Are you back, Adam? Can you hear me? I'm back. I'm back. What happened? <laughs> Did you have to reboot or something? You know, it, yeah, we rebooted. But the weird thing was that wasn't the problem. Uh, over on the side here, suddenly a gauge appeared and said volume. So I'm looking at it. It's at the top. And suddenly AI or whatever, it goes whoop, down to the bottom and your voice disappears. <laughs> so she rebooted. Nothing happened. So then she had to go into the inner workings of the computer and she got it back. So the volume just automatically AI did it. I lost I lost your fixture. How come you're dark now? Did you change the lighting or something? Hmm. Notice no. how. No. That's weird, too, how things happen. I can barely see. Uh, I can't see you now. You're just a silhouette. We Really? What happened hmm. to the light? Did, I can see me. That's weird. Let me try to ch switch it around. Yeah, that's weird that the picture How could the picture... Now, wait, almost. Oh, there you are. You're getting better. How you the trouble is I have to get down on my... I'm sliding down on the chair here. It's the angle for some reason. Let me try something else here. Okay. Whoops. Maybe this is going to work. I may have to hold it manually. That is bizarre. Oh, see, it wants to come back. Darn. It wants to come back. I see a flash. I wonder what it is. It's probably just the light in the uh, um, in, in the window, huh? Yeah, I think it just shifted or something here at this time of day. Oh, well. We're going to have to figure a way to block that light. But yeah, I guess it is what it is right now. Am I, am I uh, a little more than a silhouette anyway? Well, kind of, sort of. We can almost see you. <laughs> this actually works out best in the dark because we have that light that shines on me. But when the light comes from behind me, uh, I think it's on that wall back there is what the problem yeah, is. Yeah, when the light comes from behind, that's where we lose you. Yeah, that's yeah. illusion. Oh, well. Oh. And it's on the wall instead of the window. I think last time I aimed toward the window, I said, whoop, almost had a, almost was good there. <laughs> wow. Uh, mm. That's all right. We'll just go with this okay. for now. And and we'll just we'll just think you're like a mystery man on 60 Minutes where they don't show the person, you know, they want to. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's see. Would you ask Adam, I don't know why my nose is this, what I can do for this planter's wart on the bottom of my foot that's driving me crazy. I went to the doctor and they froze it with liquid nitrogen last Thursday, but it still hurts. I've got duct tape on it now hoping to smother it, but I don't know if Adam had any other ideas, thanks. So, uh, what is a planter's wart? What is 
What is it? Is that a fungus of some kind? Or well, uh, they they have to do with a reflex, and I have to think about that if it's uh, if I remember correctly, uh, it can't even be involved with the thyroid. Uh, many of our so-called local problems are systemic. So they go away by, uh, well, anyway, hypnosis can get rid of them too. So obviously mind control has a certain amount to do with it, maybe a lot. Uh, soaking it, putting things on it like uh, uh, castor oil, uh, sometimes putting a mixture of castor oil and peanut oil, um, Herb Crafters Healing Salve, which is something I recommend. I, I don't even know if it's still available from June Nival in East Texas. And various things like that can often work. But usually it's systemic. And if I, cor- if I remember correctly, it's, the, uh, it's involved with the thyroid gland. Uh, for more information after the show, I, maybe I can write something underneath the program so they can check back after the show and make a comment there. yeah i mean you could email it to me and i'll put it in the notes section yeah, good yeah, that'd be great. good i'll do it that way because because uh, i i know a lot about plantar but it's uh gone because i haven't dealt with the plantar wart in a long time but they are they they will go away both physiologically and psychogenically mm-hmm. uh from julie there's more articles coming out and uh, people are concerned about the possibility of them using mRNA vaccines in animals, especially pigs. Has Adam seen any of this that we know for sure if this is being done? Does he have an opinion on this? Have you looked into that? Have you seen this stuff? They're doing it. They're putting it in beef. They're putting it in pork. They're putting it everywhere, and they're even putting it in potatoes. What? That's been that's, ask Martin Armstrong about that. I believe that's where Susie found out about the potatoes. I knew about the beef and the pigs, but I think it was Martin Armstrong who knows about them putting it into the potatoes. Yeah, they're they're just out of control. Wow. And unless unless the public enough of us see, yeah. it doesn't take that thirty five will never be woken up. It's the sixty percent in between that we have to at least convince that they're. It's a, de- a death cult. That's the exact words that mm-hmm. uh, that uh, Martin Eret used yesterday yes. in your interview with him. Right. It is. It's a death cult. They they don't want mm-hmm. us around. Uh, I believe even Ted Turner wants what five hundred thousand people, half a billion people on the earth. <laughs> is that what he said? And he has five kids, <laughs> five or six kids, doesn't he? We don't know how many kids he has with through his non-marriages because they have a lot that way i didn't even know he was still around ted turner i thought he he and jane i think he's still I think alive he and jane fonda went to the arctic or something and to dig for gold and by the way they live longer because when you're on top of the food chain you live longer because you're in control the people who are not in control and and don't think it they say oh i accept my life yeah they don't really because if they die early they haven't accepted their life warren buffett charlie munger's 99 eating caramel junk food chocolates uh, <laughs> that's because Coca-Cola. you kind of accept what you're doing you like what you're doing you yeah that's a big deal they right? know that yeah most of the people who are in the new world order now are meditators what is nor is a uh by path by michael milken all these people are, are they have 
co-opted meditation from used to be the left. You know, you were a hippie. Yeah. You meditated yeah. back at night when I managed the metaphysical bookstore in Houston in 1970. I guess it was, it was the 70s, mid 70s. Uh, but now it's been ever since J.K. McKnight, you know, and Ramtha and all that stuff. They, they. Uh, Newt Gingrich and all those people have taken over meditation and NLP and all of that. And it works. <laughs> Here's an email for you, and we'll ask Martin Armstrong this too. We'll save this one from Ruetta. That's a great name. What is the future for the banks, digital currency, real estate? What do you think? You, you want to give any investment advice there this morning? Well, the only thing that's going to stop it is nuclear war because that's the goal. They want everything, since they want to control everything, their goal, including Michael Milkins, and he does this saying very well-meaning that I want we want to control everything so we can get rid of uh, death. We want everybody to live over 100. We want everybody to have a home. That's the story, but it doesn't work out that way because – they want you to own nothing and be happy. Of course, that's the theme, and that's what they're working on. But anyway, digital is a very important part of that because if I give you 10 bucks on the side and buy something from you and you buy something from me, heaven forbid, they can't tax it. They can't control it. They can't tell us, oh, you can't do that because it messes up with the carbon uh, mm. uh, the carbon footprint. So it, it, it's a must. The only thing is that when you practice Kundalini Yoga, the fourth chakra is the atomic bomb. And so the very leading of what people like Milken and other yogis are doing are leading to nuclear destruction. Boys with toys. I mean, what are you going to do? They love war. Some of our greatest leaders have had no fear of death. Theodore Roosevelt at San Juan, he led the charge. He was into that. He One time he was given a lecture and he took a bullet in the chest to assassinate it. He wouldn't even stop giving his speech. He said, I'll take care of it after the speech and gave his speech. <laughs> These guys are not cowards, most of them. Uh, they, uh, now, you take the people on Fox News, they're all in Newt Gingrich. They were too important to go to the military and fight. But uh, But a lot of our world leaders are very brave people, but very stupid people in, in the fact of, uh, of their lives. But they're also charmed because they do practice yoga. <laughs> Interesting. I had no idea. Do you see where uh, Fox settled out of court with the Dominion voting system? What was it, 750 million or something like that? Boy, that's yep. dangerous ground, isn't it? When you can sue uh, a news station, you know, and I don't know. Especially when all elections are rigged. They're There's no rigged. doubt we about it. It's been that. going on for yeah. Kennedy got in with a rigged election. Sure. I mean, uh, in New York, it's, it's ongoing. The police are all criminals in New York. I, I've known some of those criminals. They, they admitted it to me. They said, hey, we were on the take. We, we, our rounds were going to these gambling casinos and prostitution places and getting our cut. He made, the guy I talked to made a lot of money. He was a very close friend of my father's. And my mother was married to the politician who brought the Puerto Ricans into New York City. My half brother, the godfather, was uh, was uh, what was his name? Laguardia, Mayor Laguardia. Mayor Laguardia, yeah, Mayor Laguardia. He used to read the Sunday newspapers on the radio. Yeah. That's right. He did. he did. He did. I used to listen to him did as a really? kid. I'll be doing. Yeah. It. Oh. 
Yeah, I was raised at that time before TV, listening to the radio, the Lone Ranger, Sergeant Preston of the Yukon, Sky King, The Shadow. You know, I was born and raised in St. Louis, so this whole Anheuser-Busch thing is kind of strikes a little button for me because it is a St. Louis thing. And it, it used to be very small, well-respected company, the truck drivers and the Teamsters, and they all delivered the beer. And, you know, uh, they they owned the uh, St. Louis Cardinals, I guess, for a long time or sponsored them. And, yeah, it was they still own a whole bunch of uh, sports companies and things like that. Yeah, they're 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 even huger. Uh, when I used to go and tour the Budweiser Brewery in uh, the San Fernando Valley, right next to the Van Nuys Airport, and uh, we'd get a you get to drink free beer if you go through the tour, and the tour was interesting, so we used to do it. Later, I moved next door to them, but by then I was into drugs, so we didn't care about beer back then. So I lived right next to the brewery and never went for a tour while I lived at the Guys and Dolls apartment. <laughs> so wild, there were bullet holes in the driveway, in the elevator. They took a couch out of the third story and threw it out the window and set places on fire. Uh, it was a wild place. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Adam. What do you think of methylene blue? It is taken orally for mitochondrial health and applied topically for skin detox. Mercola has had quite a few articles about it, and he recommends it from mitochondrial health from Carolyn. You know from methylene blue? Yeah, I, I agree with you. I played with it for a day or two, and I, t I knew that that stuff wasn't what I wanted. What is it? It's not good. You know, it, it's a chemical. There's methylene blue, methylene red, various chemicals. Donald Lay at one time, back before he knew how to uh, work on the gallbladder with olive oil and things, used to recommend it for gallstones. It was used. So it does have medical use. If you're in an emergency and have to get rid of a gallstone, it might come in handy. But that's, you know, I'm a big fan of Ray Pete, obviously. He saved my life. But when it comes to methylene blue and aspirin and a few other things, I'm way behind the cheering section. No, that's nonsense. And now, have you noticed the the followers of Ray Pete have become a drug cartel now? Now all they what talk about mean? is drugs. Well, they they methylene blue. What do you do? Magnesium. He said, don't take supplements. He said he said it. He take magnesium. No. Take uh, uh, all of these no. calcium? No. 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 Take this. Take amino acids? No. On and on. He said, the only one you might get away with is lysine, but why take it? I mean, you can see this, but now you go in the Ray P groups, how to take methyl and blue, how to take this, how to take that. It's all drugs. And they even talk about uh, really hard pharmaceutical drugs. I mean, there'll be representatives of Pfizer pretty soon. But if you read the old Ray Pete uh, blogs and things like that, he was into very very few drugs and supplements except aspirin and i knew aspirin was bad back in the day because you can't have an ulcer without stress there's no way to get right. an ulcer without stress this was well known in the 50s and you also knew that you got an ulcer but if you combine milk with an alkaline diet automatic ulcer in fact i found in a medical book not available to the public but right here at ucsb that Millions of people died by their advice to drink milk for an ulcer with an alkaline diet. Now, you drink milk and you have an acidic diet, whole different story. But when you have an alkaline diet, then you die of kidney failure. So that would be more 
greens and vegetables and things and juices, right? That's right. It's a, they're, it, it, they're good for you on low, it and low on the food chain, but if you have an ulcer, forget it. That whole acid-alkaline balance is misunderstood by people. They, they, have, they think cancer, again, here's the problem. Cancer gro- uh, grows in an acidic environment, but it spreads in an alkaline one. So a person with prostate cancer, that could stay there for 50 years. But as soon as you add an alkaline diet or an alkaline drug or drink too much water to get alkaline, bingo, it spreads, metastasizes, and you die. I suspect even Michael Milken has figured that out. He's still with us. Hi, Adam. When did he have can- <laughs> prostate cancer? 1993? Milken? Yeah, I don't know. Way back, way back. You've really been on this Milken guy. You're really researching him a lot, huh? It's, he's really high up on the food chain, huh? He's my nemesis. He's the highest. <laughs> He's above Trump. In fact, even even if you read uh, the papers, when he was pardoned, it said, uh, let's see, Donald Trump and Bloomberg live in Milken's world, not the other way around. Mm. That's how the that's how the paper said it when he was pardoned. So yes, they bow to Milken now. Probably people above him too. I don't know, but he's above Trump. He's above. Uh, uh, he's above uh, DeSantis. All of those guys. And DeSantis is a Bush guy, by the way. Yeah. He's put out there by the Bushites. That's become evident now. But right now, it's a good place to be. <laughs> you know, maybe we can get our our friend Susan Bradford on Milk and have her have her do another have her do a book on Milk and like she did on Abramoff. You know. Uh, Save me the time. I'd rather uh, be uh, researching immortality yeah. than milking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, Adam, I was wondering what your thoughts are on wearing jewelry that is made from zinc that's like 99.9% pure or made from copper that is food grade quality. Is it safe to have those metals in regular contact with the skin and what benefit would they have? Depends on the psychogenic uh, version. Uh, I probably told you the story of when I was first into uh, mind hacking and into uh, mostly muscle testing back then. I Meanwhile, I managed a metaphysical bookstore and kept it open till midnight. So very few people would come at 11 o'clock to the metaphysical uh, bookstore in the Montrose. So I'm working on a friend of mine named Wendy. And uh, she came in for two problems, and uh, I'm working on her. And this guy comes in. He said he was a physicist, and he poo-pooed the New Age stuff. Uh, His wife was a tarot reader. But one day, he wanted to see a a, a psychogenic energy worked. So he looked at a mobile on his office, and he was able to move in any direction he wanted to. So I said, well, why don't you show me what you do? I'm working on a patient here. You come in and take a look at it. Sure. Now, I thought he was full of crap, frankly. I thought, I'm going to I'm gonna let him go first, which I said, you go first. And I thought, he's going to fail. Then I'm going to get in there and be a hot shot. Well, to my amazement, he, he says, okay. So he walks up and he kicks her in the left foot and says, what's wrong with this foot? He said, yeah, that's what I'm here to see him for. My left foot hurts. Then he walks around in a circle counterclockwise and said, how long have you been wearing that wedding ring? 
And she said, well, it's funny. It belongs to my ex-husband. I just put it on last week. When did your trouble start? Last week. Take it off. It's gone. Hmm. Then he walked around and said, what's wrong with your right shoulder? That's the other problem I'm here to see him for. Uh, take off that necklace and you'll be fine. Your turn. What can I do? <laughs> and she did that and all her problems were gone. That's her great. name is Wendy. Uh, she was a good friend of mine at the time. And I was, uh, you know, <laughs> like, holy cow. <laughs> I wish I remembered the name, uh, that guy's name. My friend Carl Kahn studied with him, and other people studied with him. But uh, what could I say? What I mean, I couldn't say? compete with the guy. The proof is in the pudding, baby. <laughs> so, and that has to do with jewelry. It's more about where has the jewelry been before you got it yeah. than what the metals are made out of. But the metals, there is a whole history of that, obviously been done by uh, – you know, the Jews had these shields with jewels in certain order and all kinds of rings and amulets and stuff. I wore a bracelet myself, which is a type of a Donald Lake creation. Huh. Some of you may have seen these type of bracelets. They have a birthstone. They have a coral for the sea. They have metals in them. And uh, basically, uh, that's it. Pretty cool. What's that made out of? Uh, it, it's made out of three uh, metals in the copper family. I believe some of the new ones are made by were made by Ray Rossi before he went on cosmic vacation. Are made with platinum too, and Adano made these by bending them with his bare hands. He didn't use any kind of other things. It took him uh, a, a, an entire week to make a, a bracelet like this during the full moon is when he would make them. Ray Rossi had learned to stay awake for seven. Uh, seven days because he was uh he taught at uh, the uh, tuba city to the uh to the uh navajo no 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 the hopi indians i believe no it was the navajo indians and uh he became basically an unofficial italian navajo <laughs> and he made these bracelets for a while so he finally went on cosmic vacation uh last year i believe so no one's making them anymore huh. interesting uh, our local libraries increasingly only have books available in online versions. It looks like I will have to get some of sort of device like a Kindle to be able to access many books. My question to Adam is, which device is the healthiest or least damaging for the eyes and brain? Also, are there programs I can download for the reading devices that will uh, minimize the blue light flickering and things like that. Hmm. They seem pretty uh, safe, these Kindle things, don't they? Like the uh, Amazon Paper White and all those things. I don't get a lot of weird energy from those. Well, basically, I only read books where the patents run out because the new science is not interesting. Even uh, 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 Matthias Desmet, he says something that has been said by the New England Journal of Me uh, Medicine, by Lancet Magazine, 85% of the psychiatric information is incorrect. You cannot duplicate any of their tests. Now, he says it's more for physiological medicine. They cannot be duplicated. And, of course, look at everybody saying how great omega-3 fatty acids in. Then how did I write 14 books? Yeah. saying that the opposite because they never answer the question they say well it does this but why does it cause yellow fat disease why don't you say that nobody says that 
Andrew Weil, I, I knew him personally back in the day, and he's one of those people got on the fish oil, flax oil thing too. Uh, it's amazing. It, again, has to be a case of hypnosis. How can you not know that if omega-6, which is very volatile, breaks down, if you get something more volatile, it's going to break down even faster? Who was saying just recently that never give a... Never give a fish oil, uh, <laughs> Dr. Massey, never give a fish oil enema because you're going to smell up the place afterwards. <laughs> That's because it's volatile. It breaks down so quickly. So you would never do these fish oils at all, ever? No. Not anymore. Well, I, you know, I never did because I, I, at the very beginning when they said they were so healthy for you, and I thought, well... The Eskimos don't have heart attacks, but their average age is uh, 30 years old to 35 is what they live. They're not going to have any heart problems. So right away, I knew better. I didn't wake up about cod liver oil for a while, though. But I did know from the 90s that if you take cod liver oil over a month, then you get an adrenal pushback and you can die from it especially the fermented one is the worst one. That has killed so many people now. Wow. And it's even been out in the cod liver oil camps where they say eat the purified one, which is what the original, uh, what was his name, doctor, the, the famous dentist that everybody follows on, uh, on carnivore, uh, uh, Price, Weston oh, Price. Price. Weston Price. Yeah, yeah he, he used squib, extra refined cod liver oil and said, stay away from the brown stuff. Squid. But they forget that. He used squid cod liver oil? That's right. Squib. Squib, I think, was the company. They're still in existence, I think, maybe oh, under squib. a different name. I thought you were saying squid like octopus. Squib, sure. No, squib. Was that just pure cod liver oil? It, it, clear. It looked like water in the bottle. Interesting. Huh. <laughs> no fermented. He knew fermented. Ferment has to involve sugar and protein. It doesn't involve oil, and oil can't ferment. So the whole concept is ridiculous in the first place. <laughs> is Weston Price still promoting uh, fermented cod liver oil? Yeah, they're still doing it. Someone broke off. They excommunicated him from the group, and now he puts out one Rosarita or some kind of yeah. oil. I, I don't know what Rosarita it is. is supposed that, to be pure. a real pure, clean yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. You know. Now, but, in the case of an emergency, if you really can't get vitamin D and you feel you're deprived, then taking it for a couple of weeks, which will give you all the vitamin D and A, you know, the submarine testing showed that you store vitamin D as much as uh, three years, but for sure for a season. Do we really think that nature would would leave us in the lurch? Just because you, you had gonna, cloudy days? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't even make yeah, sense, does it? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Nature's <laughs> smarter than that. In fact, here's, here's what I tell people. Okay, they say, uh, if you're an Eskimo, where do you get your vitamin D? Well, you get it from a walrus. So does a walrus take an airplane down to the equator because you can only get vitamin D from the sun? It flies down there during the day and then comes of after sun tanning, comes up. Oh, but they eat krill. Oh, does the krill take that jet down? But the krill eat the algae. Oh, does the algae travel down on the jet <laughs> and do it? I mean, it's ridiculous. Where do they think the vitamin D comes from? It doesn't just come from the sun. We, You can generate, you know how you generate vitamin D? The paraadrenal nervous system. What's that? Do that long enough, just rub your arm, and you're going to get, 
you're going to get vitamin D. Yeah, vitamin D. Wow. General Electric knew that at Schenectady Station in New York back in the 20s. They they showed people how to do it. Scientists knew it, and Adano studied at, at Swami Nitty Gritty actually studied at Schenectady Station. He put in the first microwave tower in Canada. Well, Adam Berkson, thanks for coming on early. we got to run and, uh, and bring in Martin Armstrong. Uh, tell folks about your two websites, solartiming.com, and uh, they're going to find all of your books there, right? You have here's the books. <laughs> there's the books, a billion of uh, of ebooks, right? And if folks were going to buy just one of your ebook, which one would you have them buy? Mind hacking, mind, mind hacking for the millions mind is the one the where you can get free of all the physiological stuff and there just you. find out how it's psychogenic. And what is that like? Ten bucks, twenty bucks? What do you? How do you... I, I think it's about twenty bucks now. It yeah. could be twenty nine or it could be nineteen. I forget. Something like that. But that's at solartiming.com, dot com, right? Huh. Yep. Plenty of anecdotes and the instructions on how to do the cornerstone technique. Uh, I have codes and things like that, but they're not necessary. 80% you can just do by holding the feet. A child can do it, and then you find out exactly what your traumas are. You don't go to an expert. You don't have to learn. The body is the teacher. Everybody's body is the teacher. My book is just an instruction how to get to the body to the teacher which is in every one of us. Every one of us has the secret of the universe within us. Yes, sir. Only it's in the unconscious. Most people don't have it in their conscious, so you have to go to the unconscious through the cornerstone technique. There's a great little meme, something about uh, God hides where, uh, in a place where nobody can find him, and right inside of us, something like that. <laughs> That's his best hiding place. That's right, but we're always looking outside. Yeah, we, we the expert go out, must right. be out there. That's right. You got to do this, or you know, got to take this magic elixir, magic bullet, or this guru, and he's going to tell you everything. You know, it's a crazy baby. Swami Nitty Gritty used to say, "An expert is an is ex." Pertinency, uh, someone out of pertinency. They're not pertinent They're anymore. They're not pertinent anymore. Oh, ex-pertinent. I like it. Okay, kiddo, we got to run. Thank you. We'll see you real soon. Let us know if you need something and write when okay, you Okay, we'll when, be listening to Martin Armstrong. Yeah, yeah. Tune in, people. Tune in. Write when you find work or something. Thanks, brother. See you soon. Adam Bergstrom, yes, no, maybe, chronobiotic nutrition. <laughs> it's great. Okay, so we're going to do a little break here and then we're going to. I talked to Martin Armstrong in about six minutes. Thank you. Uh, may the blessings be. Patrick Timpone, you stay right there. Know the Source on One Radio Network.